Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Do your part to be the light. Because light is needed. So uh, we know what a small match can do in a stadium, a dark stadium. It pierces the darkness. And so uh, even if it's just one person who's touched by kindness and, you know, you, you don't have the foul stuff flowing out of your mouth and, you know, that makes a difference. And it's, it's more than what we say, but it's how we act. And today's guest is the perfect example of that. We're joined today by Karen Abercrombie. She is an award-winning actress. She's also an advocate for foster children. She's also the founder of a nonprofit called The Village is Alive. She recently starred in a new film. It's called Heaven Sent Today in Connections. She's going to talk a little bit about that project. She'll also talk a little bit about how she got into acting and why she is so passionate about helping children from broken homes. We're joined today by Karen Abercrombie. She is an actress. Her latest project is Heaven Sent. We're going to hear about that and a lot more today in Connections. Karen, you've had an extensive career in film and TV. You've also had a bit of a tumultuous childhood. I would love to hear how that has been mirrored in your acting career, if at all. Um, I, I, I believe that to some degree, we are all products of our experiences. And so we have choices to uh, flip the script on the negative and turn some turn it into something good. And that is what I choose to do. So for the most part, a lot of the stories that I desire to tell, um, they, they're not necessarily or, or won't be the perfect bow at the end of a story. Um, but life, real life. And, and then you see with what we really deal with here on the earth, um, then good things that come out of it, you know, and I believe that those things show that we really be God 24 seven, you know, and we have to do our part as well. So, yeah, absolutely. I would love to hear what was that initial thing in you that made you pursue acting? I, I, I don't know. I've always been creative. I had an imaginary friend as a kid <laughs> And um, I just love organizing uh, plays and hosting uh, make-believe tournaments with the kids in my neighborhood. So it was just something that was already, you know, always inside of me. And yeah. What is it about acting that you love the most? I just love being able to tell a story and jump deep inside a character and create something from out of nothing, you know, and um, just creating believable characters, you know, and you can do that and then you can make somebody's day better or you can do that and you can make somebody think and you can do that and, and make the world a better place for all mm. people, you know, there, there's power in that. So much power. Good things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, you've acted in both the secular and the non-secular world. What is it like to be a Christian and to be in Hollywood and to, to act in both of those worlds? It's, it's, it's interesting. You, you do your part to be the light mm. because light is needed. So 
Uh, we know what a small match can do in a stadium, a dark stadium. It pierces the darkness. And so uh, even if it's just one person who's touched by kindness and, you know, you, you don't have the foul stuff flowing out of your mouth and, you know, that makes a difference. And it's, it's more than what we say, but it's how we act. Because we can say anything. We can quote the Bible backwards and not miss a comma or, 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 you know, but if we're not living it, it's, it's, it's what they see, you know, it's like our children, you know, they see us say something and then we're living differently at home, you know? So yeah, it's, it's a lot of what they see, you know, and just, you know, I, I love everybody. I, I just do. I've always been that way. And um, so my objective every day is just to pour out love, how it's received, whether it is or not. It's not on me. You know, so wherever I am, whoever it is. Has that ever been a struggle for you at all to continue to be the light, even if there is that darkness there? Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. Especially uh, in my younger uh, times when, you know, uh, you got bills to pay and, um, you know, there may be some cursing in there or something else in that, uh, script. And then your, your thought is, well, at least I can go and be, be, be the light or whatever, but it, it is a temptation. And, you know, many times we get offers and you can't read the script. Mm. So, you know, Growing stronger in my faith, I just know that God's got me. He's going to pay the bills. I'm going to uh, eat. <laughs> and, uh, so I've learned, you know, on my journey to trust the more. But, oh, yeah, I'm human. So, yeah, I've been tempted. Absolutely. Now you're part of a new project, Heaven Sent. Yes. Speaking of faith, it's a faith-based film. Tell us about this new piece of work. It's fun, uh, faith-based uh, romantic comedy. And there are actually three different love stories in there, you know. Uh, so it, I believe it'll be interesting to the older people, to the um, 40s and to the teens, because we've got three different um, uh, love stories going here at one time. And I just thought it was important because uh, when you get older, you feel like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm single. Will I ever meet somebody or do I deserve to have somebody or whatnot? You know, but I know for a fact, well, I'm married and I've been married for a long time, but I've got friends and they found incredible love the second time around. And so many do. So, and, and we can be romantic and fun and all of that, you know, the older <laughs> crowd. And then you, we've got another couple who things have gotten stale and they're uh, uh, drifting away. And so we watch what happens with them and they come back. Cause you know, that happens a lot, especially when the kids leave the house. Mm. Yeah. It's more than a notion cause you spent all your time on that mommy duty. And uh, your focus was, you know, running that house, uh, raising those children. So what happens when the kids are out the door? two strangers so how do we navigate that yeah mountain you know and then new love with the young kids so yeah 
Well, it sounds like a whole lot of real life. <laughs> it, it, is, it is, but we can tell fun stories and it is about real life or the heavy hidden drama about real life, you know, because everybody's living it. My character, she's raising her grandchild. There are a lot of people out there right now who were ready to ride up to the sunset, into the sunset, um, had all their plans. We're going to Italy, we're going here, da, da, da. And then uh, something happens and then they have to step in and raise their grandchildren. That's tough, it's rough, but it can be done. And so I wanted to acknowledge that group as well. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got a lot going on here and it's filled with fun and hope and silly. And I just hope it's very well received. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, you have been married for a long time. Maybe your life doesn't exactly mirror this character, but is there parts of you that can relate? Oh, good. When my son went off to college, I was like, uh, ooh, who's that man over there? Talking about my husband. So then you you have to learn how to, you know, bring the romance back, to start dating again, to find that common ground, you know. And it's more than a notion, but it can be done. We're having a ball now. We are having a good old time. It's it's just wonderful. <laughs> dating all over again. That's so much fun. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we would love to hear, if you don't mind, shift off to a, a different idea for a second. You're part of a new nonprofit organization, The Village is Alive. Would you mind telling us a little bit about that? Yeah, Village is Alive. We make uh, creative arts available to uh, children, um, you know, communities that um, wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity to experience creative arts. A creative arts is important. You know, God, uh, the number one creator, I believe that he wants that option available, be it music or dance. You know, it's incredible, these gifts, you know, that God provides for us. So I want those kids to experience it too. It saved my life, I believe, you know. So um, I'm, I, I want to pay it forward and do the same. You know, kids today, because they're, they don't even have to think really, they just wake up, they get in their phone, they ask questions mm -hmm. on the computer, their little fingers are gone, their thumbs going crazy. So a lot of their creativity is not being tapped into because they're being fed all of this information all of the time, you know? So if I could have a little time with them and turn on those little engines that God has given them, and then they can connect up and, and, and be and do those things he's created us to do and be. Everybody's got gifts. But with that technology, you know, they're not even realizing that they can. You know, my kid, my boy, uh, well, I had him when I was like 300 years old, almost as old as Sarah. When I, I'm serious, ladies. You know, I was on my knees for him for many years. And then God answered my prayer. So anyway, I've got a, I'm 66. I've got a 27-year-old son. And uh, girls, I gave him pots and pans and uh, boxes. It was my sister that gave him the Game Boy and all that stuff. I'm like, no, give him this, this, that, this, that. He's a robotics um, engineer up in Boston right now. Yeah. A good kid, too. Uh, loves the Lord. Just, just a good human being. 
But those boxes and pots and pans, they get that mind, those minds going, you know? You know, and in a lot of the classes I teach, I give them these objects and then they have to create. And mm. how many different ways can we use this object? What else does it look like? You know, make us believe that this is something different and its use is completely different, you know? And then what? they get so excited when they're using their minds and it's like, wow, I am, I can, I'm mine. Mm. Yeah. And that was going to be my question. Like, what is it like to watch their little brains just go on oh, and, oh, and watch all that creativity me, pour out? Me. I'm, I'm screaming and shouting. They've gotten used to that because when I get excited, they know Miss Karen. Woo, she's excited. So after, after the, I've scared them the first few times, we're like, oh, my gosh. Uh, then they're waiting to hear that. So they know that they're cooking. They're on fire. It's happening, you know. And I make a safe place for them to be able to just be creative and be themselves. Yeah. Obviously, the response then has been great, judging from what you're saying. It, it's it's been wonderful. Uh, a lot of the kids, some some of the kids I had are um, working in the business. Some are just doing something completely different, but they are um, confident communicators and they're more apt to deal with an issue. Stop and think about it instead of off the cuff like that and so it makes it harder to pick up a gun mm. because there's a thought process that takes place before you just react you know so yeah 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 speaking of kids and children you're also an advocate for foster children as well tell us a little bit more about that you know like i said uh it, i was like two, 200 or did i say 300 when i had my first son <laughs> right that day and in, in there so um we fostered after uh, my son came because I wanted him to experience that. And we had time and space and, and, and stuff that we could share, you know, and, 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 and uh, love and open door and all of that. So wanted to do that and did it until probably until he went off to college. Actually, that last placement, we were trying to do a foster adopt, but the little girl, she just didn't adjust. She had had a whole lot of stuff going on that she just couldn't get over. So she ended up going into a therapeutic placement, but uh, it was wonderful too, because then she would reach out and want to come back, but we could, you know, but so mm -hmm. even that, it lets you know, she, she felt love, but she had some other stuff she had to be able to work through. You know, yes, so, yeah. Going back to Heaven Sent, why should people watch this new film? It's it's clean, it's fun, it's silly, it's poignant, and I believe there's stories about forgiving, and it will speak to a large demographic. Yeah, yeah, and they could just watch it with the whole family. <laughs> You know. Doesn't get better than that, does it? For those who are interested in checking out Heaven Sent, want to learn more about your career, how can they go about doing that? Uh, I'm on uh, Instagram, Real Karen Abercrombie here. I've got a website, KarenAbercrombie.com, and I'm on Facebook too. I've got two different pages, uh, an actress page and just a regular, hey, <laughs> hey, how you doing, page. 
Well, Heaven Sent, it's on Pure Flix now, worth checking out. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe, to rate us, and to leave a review. We'll talk to you again on Connections.